So the last couple of days we've been on our Doxadeo 20th birthday retreat. And what a privilege of just re rethinking and celebrating what God has been doing in this ministry for the last 20 years and seeing familiar faces, people that have been part of the journey. And it's really just such a privilege for me to have Sheree with me this morning. And um, Sheree and her husband, Yanni, head up the Doxadeo London campus. And I couldn't just skip this opportunity of having her as a guest. <laughs> so it's really great having you, Sheree. Oh. And Thank what? you, Carol Ann. It's, it's a privilege. It's a privilege being here. It's a privilege uh, doing life together and celebrating these um, immaculate 20 years. Wow, God has done such amazing things through our lives, through Dr. Day and touching and changing cities. It's a privilege. And just to be with the family, I think that's been amazing. Yeah. To see the beautiful stories that God has been doing through people's lives. And I think also just um, realizing that God doesn't use perfect people. He uses willing people. Oh, absolutely. And they definitely have been mistakes, but what a joy that God uses them yeah. to his benefit and yeah. for for the kingdom. So that's yeah. just awesome. So last week we were speaking about what it means to stand as an invincible believer. Um, and today I'm just chatting to Sheree about her experience and maybe, Sheree, what does invincible mean to you? What does it mean to be invincible as a Christian, as a believer? Um, Caroline, I actually think that's a, it's actually a huge talk because I think that's something that, we, that we've got this concept we have to strive for, strive to be invincible. Yeah. And, but for me, um, invincible is part of our nature. It's our God-given nature um, and our character. And... For, it's finding, I think for me, it's that finding myself in Christ, knowing my identity and realizing, but um, in Him, I am invincible. Without Him, it's a striving to overcome. Definitely. It's a striving to be the best. It's a striving to expand His kingdom. It's a striving to be an amazing mother, to be an amazing minister. And you feel you can never overcome that. But it's for me, it's really finding yourself and realizing, you know, that character of Christ of overcoming and being invincible is part of me because of what happened on the cross and taking that through my life and living kingdom culture so I don't know that's something that's something that I, I feel it is um, and realizing it's not it's in me it's living a victorious life and allowing that to actually permeate my life constantly um, although I don't always see it but knowing that it is there yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a struggle that we have. If we don't see it, we want to strive for it. In the meantime, it's going back to the knowing, the finding, the let me just dig deep. And actually, it's not that deep. It's right there for me in my spirit capacity. Yeah. And allowing my spirit to overflow into my soul and allowing that to express it through my body, you know, that whole invincibleness of God. Yeah, and I think just the whole concept of invincibility can can kind of become a theological discussion. Uh, yes. But to see that work out in your daily life amidst challenges. And I know you guys have been through quite a tough season the last year or so, mm, mm. facing um, unexpected challenges, yes, yeah. huge challenges. And how did you overcome that feeling of, I don't really know how to deal with this. I'm not feeling victorious. As you said, mm. you don't always see it. Mm. Um, how did God lead you to take that first step towards victory? Um, Kara and I think, I mean, it was in our personal lives, in family, where we just 
experienced really difficult times <clears throat> health with both our parents my father-in-law having cancer and um, then things just in the ministry that have been really challenging and um, I I almost feel is to come to a point where you acknowledge um, where you have missed the mark to acknowledge okay I am weak and I feel totally overcome and to say, God, you are with me here and not, um, you're with me, you're with me. Um, I'm insecure, I'm unable um, and to, to um, I think that for me was the first step to say, I am there. Yeah. We know we're there because we see it, we can't cope or you don't want to get up out of bed or you're speaking the wrong language to your kids. Um, you want to attack your husband and not love him. <laughs> you know, uh, you have to motivate yourself to go to a celebration or to a connect group and think you're sitting in the car and you're breathing and say, God, what am I going to tell this woman? What am I going to tell this woman? Uh, but to realize, um, to acknowledge where I am, but to then realize God is with me there. Yeah. He's with me. He's not unaware. He's not unaware of me feeling uninvincible that something has totally overcome me and I'm in this dark pit. I think that was the almost to realize that. But then as well, and I think that has been a massive, massive, um, if I can say, a stake in the ground for me. It's when God says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Um, faith doesn't come by thinking. It's not even just reading the word of God. Because that's thinking, it goes into your brain and you're pondering yeah. about it. God says faith comes by hearing the word, not my opinions yeah. about the word. Not awesome. sometimes my rephrasing of the word. Just being honest with you now. It's actually speaking out loud what, I, what I'm reading, that my ears can hear it, that my spirit can hear it. And it's not just a thinking process. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a knowledge thing and it's allowing my spirit to be heard. And that is that was a, a massive point for me to realize what I'm seeing in my life which was really not it, it was not positive for me <laughs> um, is to um, to put that stake in the ground and say God I'm gonna start speaking what you have spoken about me awesome what you have said and let me hear that let me hear because that's when I start building. Well, that's where hope is restored is when you start hearing. Well, that was for me, um, that process um, where I could stand up, um, you know, and realize what God has given me and see what have I actually given away because he's given me all. Yeah. He says, I have given you all, Shrey. I've given you all. And it's to realize, okay, but God, I gave this away. I allowed my circumstances to overcome me and then to rule over me and to determine how my day is and to determine how my life is. I allowed that. He didn't allow it. I did it. And because um, sometimes we think it's circumstances. Circumstances happen. Yeah. But it's, it's what do we do with that? Are we going to live invincible to the circumstances? Circumstances stay the same, but am I living invincible over them? Yeah. And I think it's important we're not immune to circumstances. Oh, yes. Uh, we're not 
We don't somehow yeah. skip bad things just because we are believers and just because we are in Christ. He says, yeah. <laughs> do not yeah. fear, for I have yeah. overcome the world. But yeah. in this world, you will face yeah. troubles. Yeah. Uh, we were chatting about um, recently when you felt your invincibility was at its lowest. Why don't you just tell us about that? Okay. Um, Carol Ann, I think when I was at my lowest point is when I realized, I mentioned it earlier, where I gave away what God had given me. And that was specifically, um, I really believe there's something about the fruit of the Spirit, uh, that we all need to produce fruit of the Spirit. But I think there's something about the fruit of the Spirit. There's some of them that you are brilliant at. It's almost a natural gifting. It's your essence. And um, someone actually shared this with me, and it made so much sense. I realized joy the fruit of spirit joy and the fruit of spirit self-control if i don't function in those i'm a lost case as in solidly i'm a lost case and it happened um where joy is being inspirational being inspirational to people that i i get a kick out of that if i can inspire people um if i can teach them if i can share if they're that's that happens and it was a situation in the ministry i'm actually going to share what actually happened and um and maybe some of you listening or maybe will relate to this it doesn't have to be in leadership or ministry it could actually just be home or just friends and um what happened is is um there was a situation where we felt we really want to uh, allow people and allow a, a um, specific people we want to give them exposure we want to we want to set a platform for them which is good it's great that is what Christ wants he wants us to bring forth a potential of mm-hmm. other people and um, which we did but to the detriment of me being undisciplined and not listening to God where I gave away my gifting and God never asked me to give away my talents no God asked me to um, use my talent and motivate others to discover theirs. Yeah. And um, and it was basically, I gave away my voice because I know God has given me a voice. Um, I, I know that. That's, that's the joy part. And when the joy doesn't happen, I become um, not in control of my emotions. I become not in control of my time with God in the sense of my discipline. All discipline just goes out of the household <laughs> because I've lost, I've given away something that is God has given me. And that was my truest lowest point because I, lo- I totally lost my identity. I, I didn't know who I was. I was insecure. Um, I could not even pray in front of people. I didn't want to pray in front of people because I thought, well, what have I got to say? And it all, it all started where I had a very good motive but I was disobedient because God never said, give away what I've given you. He said, evoke the things in other people. Yeah. Evoke the things. Share what you've got. Understand. But don't give it away because then you become, you, you, you don't have a voice. You don't want to do anything. You become insecure. And uh, that, was a, that was a major moment for me to acknowledge God. I, did, I was inaccurate there. And I, how did you get out of that place? What was the journey God took you on to navigate through those difficult times and come back to a place where you felt now I'm obedient to what God is saying. Um, Carol, Anne, I I think it is spending time with your (laughs) Savior and your Lord and your lover and your father. Truly, 
um, it's getting back into true relationship because when you're there, he's always going to tell mm. you who you are. He's always going to he's always going to validate you. He's going to he's going to show you your worth. He's going to show you your your natural naturalness that he's placed in you. He's going to show you that. It's spending time with him and choosing to spend time with him mm. and to realize nothing's coming back. It's it's not a it's not a head knowledge. It's allowing that spirit of God in you to to reignite that. But then I think with that, so that's a journey of just I almost feel plain obedience. Yeah. Saying God, I'm going to be be obedient now, and because it almost you sometimes lose being um, disciplined. Because you feel so insecure, so why try and do anything? Because nothing is working. <laughs> but because, and it's trying to get. I felt is I have to get into this natural habit, this naturalness about the spirit, and that took a bit of discipline to say, God, let me just sit down now, mm. and activate that in my life because that's that is just spending time with you, spending time with you that that can get a grip in me, and um. But um, I think that's what's so amazing about God. He didn't put us alone on this earth. No. He didn't say you're going to be an individual Christian and I just want to have a relationship only with you. He wants to have it with others. And that's so amazing about the body of Christ is um, he will bring people um, along your way to reignite that which has got lost because they're seeing something in you. Yeah. And, it, and that was just so such a, an amazing, amazing thing that happened. Is, uh, there was a couple of ladies in the congregation um, <clears throat> that saw that charade got lost. They just saw it. <laughs> and and, and um, it was just so beautiful. They actually came, it was three three women um, came and said, Shrey, um, we see things and it's not of God. We want to tell you to stand up. No. To stand up. And that was just so beautiful. And uh, it didn't come before I saw it. Oh, yeah. Was do you know what I'm saying? It was confirmation, because uh, that's what they do. Understand? That's what God does. Because history, it's you that have to discover it. Yeah. Uh, because it's a face-to-face relation. It's not just of hearsay. You know, it, if they came to tell me that, and I hadn't heard anything by God, I was like, "Well, there you go. Yes, yes." But I think that was just so amazing about about God was sharing with me. God was allowing me to see things. And then stepping into what he's saying, my identity with Christ, I've been raised, I've been seated with him. But then I can't end there. I think that's the thing, um, is we want to we wanna say it's okay to know my identity. It's not okay just to know your identity in Christ. That is not the, that's not the aim. That's the starting point. Yeah. It's to say, okay, now I know, and now? Now I have to start allowing that to operate in my life. So I have to get up. I have to challenge myself to say, Shrey, you can pray. You've been in the ministry for 25 years, you know, and allowing those faith moments. And I think that's what's so great. God reminds you of the faith miracles in your life and yes. he allows you to, to stand on that. And it's putting monuments in your life that the enemy cannot, he can't take that away from you. Your, your experience with God and the miracles that God has done in your life, he cannot erase that, you know, and um, that was beautiful. And that was just such an awesome um, and an awesome moment, but also for me to be uh, honest with them, to say thank you for seeing that. Will yeah. you journey with me when I want to climb out? Will you not allow me to climb out? Will you help me allow the purposes of God, this invincibility to happen 
and walk with me to become kingdom advances, city changes, um, expanding God's kingdom. And I think one thing, you know, um, we've got this concept now that I'm speaking kingdom advances, um, we sometimes have got this concept that we have to almost forcefully go and take hold of something that, you know, like our, our destiny, we have to go and go grab hold of it and and almost fight for something. In the meantime, thinking where I was is to defend what I know. Yeah. I need to defend what I know because I think I need to go and warfare and get hold of something that I don't have. And it's not. It's The enemy can is going to attack you because what you have. He doesn't attack you for what you don't have. And I think that's being invincible is to stand what you, what yeah. you guys spoke about the previous one, to stand what you're doing. You're defending what you have. Mm. Um, and I think that is just so powerful to realize I don't have to go and fight for something or to go and fight for my confidence and hopefully get my confidence but it's to to defend the christ confidence that's in me to say enemy you're not going to take this no more you know and so that was just and um i mean it's it's been now if i can say about you know four four months that that have been just really incredible just walking with god and experiencing how he's restoring yeah. Just how I was just throwing a high, just loving you and loving me and and allowing me to love, allowing me to love mm-hmm. back. Um, and it's 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 awesome. It's it's beautiful just to see, and it's such encouraging for me to see. Thank you, Lord. I am invincible. Yeah. I am invincible. It's 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 not something far fetched. It's a lifestyle to and be it's lived. It's not unachievable. Not unachievable. Uh, because it's something I live from. Victoria's living is something I live from. Not I think um, one of the things that I've seen has been so key, and we spoke about it last week, is number one, it's because of the promise that God says, I will be with you wherever you go. Yeah. And I think you've yeah. confirmed oh, that. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And then the second thing is we were never made to stand alone. We were always made to be in relationship yeah, and to stand together with others, yeah. encourage other people. Yeah. And I know you guys are in a different continent from most of your family. Yes. How do you stand and make sure that you're standing shoulder to shoulder with other people and that you actually draw them close and invite them into your life and make sure that um, there's a mutual encouragement of each other constantly because it's so easily to isolate ourselves yep. but to actually go and pursue those relationships yep. um, so that we can stand together i think uh um all for me it's the the nature of jesus jesus was always others away mm. he had his disciples around him he had people around him uh, he was concerned about others he wanted a bold relationship and um, i think that's one thing that that uh, I had to realize I had to be others aware mm-hmm. and to realize I need the Jesus in them and they need the Jesus in me awesome. and, to, and, and, and to pursue. But, but saying that it's time, it's time. It's, 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 it's a text, it's a phone call, it's, it's sitting around a table and deciding it's time with the others. So almost intentionality Absolutely. and pursuing that, not just pursuing waiting it. for it to happen no, accidentally. No, no, no it's not going to happen. No, friendship is not just going to happen. <laughs> Sometimes we think that. And I think it's I think it's then is to realize that um, we get into a pit because of self-pity. Yeah. Because it's about me. And um, when you're spending time with the Father, He's going to realize it's not about you. 
It is all about you. It's the Christ in you. And that's going to allow you to start seeing others and say, you know what? Um, and seeing that my life is a blessing. Yes. So other people's lives are a blessing. Yes. To realize the people around me, the family of Dr. Day in South Africa are a blessing, but I'm also a blessing. And yeah. to and to allow that to start realizing, because that's the nature of Christ. That's what, That's who he is. He's, he's building his church. He's not building an individual, which is awesome. Yeah. Sharae, it's been such an absolute pleasure um, having you, and I wish we could chat some more. Yes. I think we should do this more often. <laughs> correct. It'll be wonderful. <laughs> it was great chatting to you and just hearing what God is doing through this. It's so exciting. It's, it's amazing. So that's all we have time for this week. Why, why don't you join me next week where we'll continue our discussion on standing and what do we need to stand on to become even more invincible and to secure our position in Christ. Have a great week.